into E3 2019, day one, as Michael snaps into yeah, the microphone, snap, just test, just, testing my stuff. Yep, just testing. <laughs> for the go. third or fourth time. Yeah. So uh, my name is Dave Hunt. I am one of your hosts, and I'm joined by Michael Swick. How's it going? I get the wave. I usually wave to you, but yeah. I get the wave to Twitch now. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So if you are listening to the audio format of this podcast, we are broadcasting on Twitch um, in the morning. So like, well, today is Monday morning. Um, it's like uh, 7.30 uh, LA time. So like 9.30 for you and 10.30 for me yeah. in, our, in our mind. So um, we're trying some of this morning stuff, trying to do a little bit more live broadcasting things. Uh, we are going to recap um, the Bethesda press conference and the Microsoft press conference, which both went on yesterday. And then maybe a little brief preview of what we got going on today. But um, the intention will be that these shows will be like 30 minutes, 40 minutes at the most each day. So if you're watching on Twitch and you're worried about like getting in trouble at work or anything like that, like you can hang out for a little bit hopefully and, and just check it out. And then it should show up on all the past broadcasts as well as uh, show up on the podcast feed uh, daily. That's the plan. So internet here is good, which is way better than it was before. Surprisingly, like I don't even you're not even using your your network right now, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I think we're on Wi Fi, so So that's pretty damn good. <laughs> Alright, so um the day started off with uh, Microsoft having their press conference um, and at the Microsoft Theater. I was able to attend. Uh, Michael didn't respond to an email fast enough after I told him to, so he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and they started the press conference off at the very beginning, like most of them do, like saying what they're going to talk about, what they're going to show. Um, and they said 60 games, um, 14 game studios, and 30 games um, will be, 30 of the games that they showed today will be premiering on, on the Games Pass. Yeah. Xbox Game Pass. So half of what they showed today will be part of Xbox Games Pass. On day one of release day. Yeah. So, yeah. It, that's crazy. So, um, And then yeah, they started off with a game that's not exclusive to Xbox. Yeah, which I, I, I respect just out of the, the fact that they own Obsidian and they know Obsidian has a game. They want it to be successful. So regardless of the fact that's coming to, to PS4, they made it their opener. Which was a which is a fun opener. It looks Fallout as hell, like the NPCs, all that stuff. This, it's it's Obsidian it's, makes sense, but yeah, it was. I liked the trailer. I I, I was expecting them to start with more of a bang mm-hmm. than that, but I was happy with that. They they actually started uh, with the studios that they recently acquired. So yeah, and then they were they um, and they're calling all of those Xbox game studios like so Sony calls theirs like Sony Computer Interactive or yeah Sony. worldwide yeah uh, Sony worldwide yeah. studios so everything that they're referring to is Xbox game studios so like well you know like I'm not sure what it looked like for you guys at home on the stream but like up on the big monitor they would it would start with their Xbox game studio like that yeah would be that's the, how every trailer started yeah. with like Xbox uh, studios so uh, and then the next game they moved on to was Minecraft Dungeon um, Minecraft Dungeons which is a complete it's not an expansion to Minecraft it's a completely different Minecraft game yeah it's like a dungeon crawler Minecraft game I like it says from the original creators of Minecraft <laughs> like but it it's like it it's like no Notch Notch is gone Notch has <laughs> not been there no one no don't look at Notch's Twitter. Uh, but yeah, it looks cool. I'm sure it'll do well. Minecraft does well. It showed a lot more. I mean, I know with the multiplayer and stuff like that, it's always Minecraft social has always been really, really good. But it showed more of like four players or five players like exploring the same dungeon together and things mm-hmm. like that. So that looked interesting. And it showed a lot of weapons and keys, like kind of more like. I yeah. mean, obviously it's a dungeon crawler, but it kind of. I was getting a little bit of a Zelda vibe to it, like hunt and find this. And I think so. I, I wonder if uh, that the game that also made an appearance in Sony, like advertised, Riverbound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they saw that and were like, "Son of a bitch," 
because they're also voxel pixelated game. All right, and then I'm gonna throw the next one to you and let you be happy and sad at the same time because it's Ninja Theories. Yeah. And I missed the title. I think when I was talking. Uh, bleeding so. cool, yeah. or bleeding edge, bleeding edge. Okay. Uh, the fist. Yeah. The, the fi- <laughs> was that a fist? I, I think it was count. a fist. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I'm excited for Ninja Theories games, no matter what, because. If you just go through the list, they go through the list in the trailer. It's a Heavenly Sword, Enslaved, DMC, Hellblade. And they announce a 4v4 melee combat game, which looks kind of cool. I mean, it just kind of looks like Rage and Anarchy Reigns. Looks like a third-person Overwatch. Yeah, yeah. Class-based, right? Because it looks like a, character, like a third-person hero, hero shooter. Yeah, with like weird zombie... Like metal people, because yeah. the way that the trailer was introducing some of the characters and things like that, it looked to me like it was going to be like class based, like you were playing. Oh those. no, for sure, for yeah. sure, it, was, it, it looks class class based, multiplayer focused game. Which I don't know, just I'm happy Ninja Theory is making more games and they have some financial stability, but them going from Hellblade, which is one of my favorite games of this gen, which is a single player narrative focused game, to then just a multiplayer game that I don't think we'll do it'll probably do do okay but i don't see it setting the world on fire and if i if i swear to god if i see next year they're talking esports i'm gonna feel real sad about this deal for ninja theory because i was happy when they got acquired because mm-hmm. i want them to to last but i also was worried that if microsoft was going to dictate what they make yeah but it sounded like based on the presentation on the stage that they had already been working on this before yeah yeah so and, like this maybe is a, a passion project of, of the studio which i would hope it's a passion project because then i have a little bit more faith in it but until then i see this and i'm just like mm, I, I really hope they did say they have multiple projects in the works right. so hopefully they have a hellblade light project <laughs> happening uh, but yeah um and then we saw another trailer pretty much i feel like it was the same trailer for jedi um uh fallen order yeah, it, it almost felt like a highlight reel of what was shown at EA Play because yeah. they, they, they hit like the specific set pieces that we saw in that full gameplay video from EA yeah, Play. Yeah, and, and you're 100% right, man. The TV we have in this place is garbage because the oh, game yeah. looks so much better at the conference. <laughs> I, I ended up watching it on my laptop just because uh, we, we have like a TCL TV, which some TCL TVs are really good, but this one is really bad. And it made everything look cartoony and it had the soap opera effect. So Dave was just like, why does everything look like animated? Plastic. Yeah, plastic. It's like this TV. Yeah. Um, so again, like that game comes out in um, uh, November fifteenth. But so. what do you like? Me and you weren't that impressed when we saw the yeah, um, play it, trailer. It, like you, you said it out loud. I mean, if they're gonna, you said it out loud when we were watching it. If this is gonna the game's gonna hold up, it's gonna have to be a great narrative. It, it is because I, I, when I see it, I, I just see Uncharted and uh, a game we'll see later in this is Control on this list. Yeah, I, um, I don't think they showed. Yeah, maybe um, I missed it. Uh, wall running, so very respawnish, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, it's just like I'm not a huge like Star Wars nut, but I mean, if the story is really good, then I, I would, you know, because I I love you know really good narrative story driven games. Um, if I can learn more about the Star Wars universe through video games, like that's fine, because trying to read the books is just impossible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like hopefully, like as we get closer to launch, they show a little bit more storyness to it, um, and then. The this is the first game that they were showing, and everybody in the crowd was like, "Wait, what is this?" And what you know, like, and it's um, it's just Blair Witch. Yeah, I. It's funny when uh, before the trailer was done, when they first showed it, I'm just like, "Oh, are they doing 
Blair Witch, Blair Witch meets Slenderman. Like, why would you do that? And then the title card pops up, Blair Witch. I'm like, oh shit, okay, I guess they're doing a Blair Witch game. <laughs> uh, which just seems so random in 2019. Yeah. The crowd at the, at the press conference when they panned away and showed the, started to show the symbol in the, in the cornfield or whatever. Yeah. They kind of lost it a little bit at first. They were cheering. And I was just like, Blair Witch has been not around for a long time. Yeah, when the, I, I think there's three Blair Witch movies. And they, I think the other two were like direct-to-video or direct-to-DVD back when direct-to-DVD was the actual thing. And it wasn't direct-to-Netflix. But yeah, this seems like a weird move in 2019, but like those type of games are fun, like cuz it looks pretty much Slenderman. Uh I'll probably never play it or beat the first level cuz I, I can never even beat the first level of Slenderman. <laughs> no, 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 I can beat the first level of Slenderman. It's just when they introduce like the children that chase you that I'm I'm just done. <laughs> uh and then we saw a Cyberpunk trailer. Oh, Cyberpunk 2077 and a release date along with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Which was the highlight of <laughs> E3 so far is Keanu just being super energetic. It's so crazy how Keanu Reeves has become like this like yeah. icon after that your going breathtaking away. meme is already on the film. Oh god, yeah, and I've tweeted that so many times. But <laughs> the trailer looked pretty good. It was weird though. I was curious about uh, they they bleeped the trailer on the stream. Oh, they did it in the game too. Which. They used, but to be fair, they, I, I feel like they used his most of the cursing and everything was happening like in the car. Yeah, they used like the car making noise. Oh, they didn't do that for us. We just got bleeps. It, it sounded like the end. The car was going off. Like the like like the check engine light would turn on. Oh no, not for us. Okay. It, it was just full. And maybe that was just like because it wasn't as as a point of an audible bleep at the press conference. Oh no, it, it was it yeah. was super noticeable. And when they would do it and they'd take it a moment, I'm just like, oh, I wonder if this must be on TV and they're worried about that. But then. He goes in and uh, Mark Henry, Rick Ross character, uh, starts to get his goons to jump on the guy and he just chops off his arms, stabs him in the chest. And I'm just like, oh, okay, so I guess fucking shit are bad. But, <laughs> blood but, and gore. Blood and gore. Uh, but the trailer looked fantastic. And then the at the end, when you get the Keanu moment where he just says wake up samurai it's just like oh fuck this is amazing i'm, I'm so happy <laughs> no gameplay though again right no no i don't think it's all I first mean, person yeah, yeah it's all first person uh, i i don't think they've announced any third person mode or anything right. like that but and it's coming out in april yep. of 2020 yeah april 16th 2020 which is fantastic and i really hope uh, someone brought up a good point i hope there's romancing in this game like the witcher series and you can romance Keanu Reeves <laughs> if that's possible uh, I wow. I need that to happen okay yep no yeah <laughs> um, I missed the, the this um, I, I missed the title of this game when I was writing and I never went back to check it I saw the trailer on, on my phones over there on the YouTube um, this it's like a spin or spatafala game um, it's on Sony. Well, uh, we'll talk about the next game. It's on there. It's coming to PlayStation. It was on the my YouTube channel or the YouTube channel, PlayStation's YouTube channel feed. But I can't remember the name of the game. Uh, I, gotta, I gotta look that up. Um, so while you're doing that, so they did uh, Battletoads uh, trailer, uh, three player co-op, couch co-op only. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Didn't didn't really feel the art style or anything for Battletoads. Like, yeah, at I all. just it, I felt like it's been gone for so long that you could have like done a full reimagining of something, 
and then you could have just shown anything. And but what they showed for Battletoads and such an iconic franchise, at least for people like our age and stuff like that, childhood and things like that. You yeah. know, like Battletoads has always been like just hard as balls style of game. We look up this for the people not watching live. That Spirit Fair. Yeah. Oh, I must have. Oh, is that the wood like the the, like the, the shipbuilding and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Spirit Fair. Yeah. Okay. So like the uh, yeah it was Spirit Fair, which is just showed like a kind of like a two D side scrolling building game. Yeah. Like ship. They didn't show very much of it, so yeah, it was hard to tell. All right. Um, and then another one that I think I missed was. Like a rip time right game. Mm, man, I must be blanking on some of the okay. stuff at one point. This is uh, is this one the the woman came out to talk about Game Pass and it showed a bunch of indie games. Right before it, because like oh, right what I wrote right, this day, right after this trailer for this um, this uh, <laughs> it, um, they showed the ID at Xbox trailer and then it, right at the beginning they showed the begin like the the ID at Xbox logo and then they said. They, essentially, the trailer said everything you see here is coming to Game Pass. Yeah, day one so Game Pass. All of ID and Xboxes are day one Game Pass, and then I did not catch the the seven or eight games that they just kind of plowed through. No, quick no, sizzle, no. sizzle reel. Yeah, I just remember like River Brown, and then I think Twelve Minutes got like a full gameplay trailer. That, but that might have been later on. But let's, I guess we'll just talk a little bit about uh, Game Pass. And, like, the showing they did with that, launching Game Pass on PC. Yeah, 100 games for PC, 100 games for Games Pass on PC by August. Yeah. And then there's been a whole bunch of stuff about, like, it's a dollar right now. Yeah, it's a dollar to sign up for the first month, and then $5 a month after that, which is a pretty crazy deal. I mean, it doesn't have as many games as the Game Pass on Xbox. And then they announced, like, Games Pass Ultimate, which was Games Pass for console, Games Pass for... PC. Yeah, and then Xbox Live. And Xbox Live. For $14.99, which is pr- pretty good because Xbox Live every 50 m- for a year? 50, no, 60 for a year. Yeah. Um, so that's what, uh, like eight, $8 seven, a month. Uh, and then Game Pass is $10. So you save money by doing that. And if you have a PC. Right. Uh, do you need. Since multiplayer on PC has been generally free, do you need Xbox Live for Game Pass on PC? I don't know, because I know that some of the games are already, like, with their Play Anywhere thing, some of the stuff that was on Games Pass for console worked yeah. on PC anyways. Yeah, so, so I there, how there are a bunch of games that are working for them, so... Um, but, but it's a really good deal. I mean, like, the, the Game Pass library on Xbox One alone is worth checking out, but then if you have a PC, you get to mess with a bunch of games on this as well. Um, and I think they, they put Metro Exodus on Game Yeah, Pass? Metro Exodus and Borderlands, a handsome collection, and um, Tomb Raider. To, um, that was for PC, I think, Tomb Raider. Yeah. Rise yeah, of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. Uh, it's just funny, though, because... They had three big games on there. Oh, they had the... Arkham City, Exodus, yeah. and that, or Borderlands. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the funny thing is, Exodus, I don't know if you remember, was a, on PC exclusive to the Epic Store. Yeah. So then this, I guess, might be a way for PC to play Metro Exodus without having to just use the Epic Next. Store. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm really like... Their emphasis on Xbox Game Pass this show just made it more obvious to me that PlayStation now needs to step up 
they need to do something because it's kind of forgotten. It's already moved to third place because of Stadia, and Stadia isn't even out. <laughs> yeah. And Stadia doesn't even have details. But now in the general like stream of consciousness on Twitter, Stadia is talked about a lot, and Game Pass is talked about a lot. And it's almost like people forget PS Now exists outside of like people like us that... I don't even have it though. So no, I know, but we at least know it's around right. because you know we do this, and most of our listeners know about it because they're listening to a PlayStation focused show. But for the people that don't, PS Now doesn't exist. People don't know what PS Now is. Don't know it exists. Probably once you tell them the price, they're like, I'm not interested whatsoever in that. <laughs> uh, so they have to step up. I don't know if they step up before. PS5 or they wait till PS5 to, to do that change but they gotta do something alright so that was kind of like almost like they're kind of the, their break point in the conference their middle point and then they kind of went more back to you know like they did their service talk and then they kind of went back to games again they showed Flight Simulator Flight Simulator 2019 did that get a big pop from the crowd? not really um, but I think that I feel like that game is more about what you're seeing not what you're doing no it is, but Flight Simulator has a very big history with PC mm-hmm. to where that is like where some people learn to fly because it gets very granular and complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why it's kind of a big deal that they're bringing it back just because people love that franchise. People still will run old versions of Windows to mm-hmm. run Flight Simulator. Does Xbox uh, support Flight 6? If they bring it to Xbox One, because I... Did they say it was coming on Xbox yeah, One or is it just PC? They would have to probably support Flight Sticks. I wouldn't see why they wouldn't because I think they have one for Ace Combat. Yeah. Huh. The part that confused me is because I don't really play a lot of flight simulators, but it was actually showing you like flying, flying mm-hmm. like commercial jets, like what we flew in. No, that, that, that's part of the thing is yeah. that there would be like expansions and stuff like that for Flight Simulator for different uh, types of planes. Okay. It looked cool. Like I was more interested in like the areas that they were showing. They showed like you know, San Francisco and they showed baseball fields and they showed like mm-hmm. iconic areas and yeah. in pyramids in Egypt and things like that. And it was made with Azure AI, which is the thing that Sony partnered up to, to get a piece of and Google Maps yeah. uh, data. Um, then they showed a quick trailer for Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. Um, yeah. Uh, Wasteland 3. Um, that they, they they called it Wasteland 3 and it was the subtitle was like Cold War in Colorado. Something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, Double Fine... It's been purchased by Microsoft. Yeah, man. Um, I don't think people need to worry about Psychonauts 2, just because that was announced on the PlayStation stage. PSX, they had a pretty big like section for Rhombus of Ruin and for Psychonauts 2. They've advertised this game enough for PlayStation that I feel like even Microsoft knows it would be in bad taste to buy them and then not release it. Microsoft's published games on... Uh, PS4, I believe. I think there was like one game that was published by I Microsoft. Mean, Minecraft Studio. still comes to yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, that, that's um, probably it. Uh, yeah. So, Psychonauts 2 is a big enough game that has been promised to PlayStation fans that I'm I'm assuming we don't I don't know for sure, but it's probably been confirmed or denied already. That's probably safe to come to PlayStation. Just like Obsidian already had the deal to Outer release Worlds, yeah. Outer Worlds, and then like we saw, like the I can't think of the studio, but the We Happy Food Fuse. Yeah, Compulsion like, Games, yeah. Uh, which is another Microsoft thing that I guess that just came out last year or this mm. year, so they didn't have anything ready to show. Uh, but yeah, it sucks that 
it, it's both sucks and good because I'm happy Double Fine, an indie studio, has now money and support, and I don't think Microsoft's closing anyone anytime soon. So they they have that stability from a Microsoft. It just sucks from a PlayStation perspective that you won't be able to get their their games. Yeah, I mean, my philosophy on that, though, is if, if you don't own an Xbox, is with the rate, that, the, the direction that Microsoft is taking all their stuff, if, if you're worried about, like, and you already have a somewhat decent PC, especially for mm-hmm. kind of like a Psychonauts game, like, you'll probably be able to play it on PC. Yeah, I guess that's the only good thing with Microsoft's direction is you at least have two other avenues to get their games. Yeah. Um, so then they showed a trailer for Psychonauts 2. Um and then they showed um, Lego Star Wars, which kind of like duped the crowd at the very beginning because the very first like ten or fifteen seconds of that trailer people did not look tie- Lego. Yeah, <laughs> people thought it was Tide Fighter or yeah. something. Yeah. So um, and that was kind of funny because people were like, "What?" And then they're like, and then you see the Lego, and you're like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> so it's all nine films in one game called the Skywalker Saga. Yeah, which have had there been Lego games for the new Star Wars movies yet? Because clearly they were there will be because we saw Ray. Yeah, but like yeah, and but, Kylo. But I just don't remember if there. Like Rogue One didn't get like a Lego game, right? No, no. Did, but that's not part of the. The nine Skywalker. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know where the, I'm not sure where they're at with that, but um, that is something that I get to see this week. So that will be one of my yeah. follow up questions to find out what the thought process behind that is. But and, the other movies have had Lego games, so I'm assuming those are just remastered mm-hmm. coming over, and then the other the the the, the current trilogy would be new games. Um, and then they showed a game that a lot of the crowd lost it for was um, Dragon Ball. Um, Dragon Ball Project Z. Man. Action RPG. Action RPG. And then it got another name, but like they did the annoying thing on TV where it like zoomed out when they put the new title on. Because they did put a new title, but they the camera... This, oh, so I wrote down everything that was right on the screen to the right. Oh, no, no. Like, so they showed, like, Dragon Ball Z, or Dragon Ball Project Z uh-huh. action RPG game, and then the camera pulled away from the trailer, and then it, like, vanished, and then they put something at the bottom of it, starting with a K. Oh, and then it okay. I saw that, but I just thought that was, like, a name or something. Yeah, I think they changed the subtitle, which is sad, because I like the idea that it's Project Z action <laughs> RPG game. Uh, but I... It looks like the old Dragon Ball games, so I don't know if I. Yeah, I don't care. think anything we saw was gameplay though. It's not like I would... No, you, you saw a glimpse of it where it's just like the big 3D open space, but it's all canyons and grass and right. stuff. So, but, ah, I, I um, might be seeing that this week. <laughs> and then they showed a, a trailer for a game called 12 Minutes. And this yes. one actually looks kind of interesting. Yeah, and apparently it's been around a very long time. It's been around at like. Paxes and indie booth. Uh, you basically are in a time loop. It's like Groundhog Day in twelve minutes. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where you have to accomplish something in twelve minutes, and there's dozens, if not hundreds, of different variances and how to get out of that scenario. Which apparently, I was listening to Giant Bombs recap, and they're like I, talking about playing that in 2014 or 2015. Oh, really? Yeah, at, at a Pax. So it sounds like it's been around a while, but that looked. Fascinating. Yeah. Um, and then I wrote down Way of the Woods. Okay. This is when, like, all of those games probably get, like... Yeah. And then scrambled. they went... The, and then they started talking about Gears. So Gears 5, um, bound, by, bound by Blood, September 10th of this year. Uh, wow, four so days we, early with Ultimate. Yeah, on Game Pass, specifically. Yeah. So... 
Game Pass includes all the... So that's a good way to get people to sign up for Game Pass. Right. To pre, it's like a, instead of pre-ordering a game, you're just pre-ordering a service and you're getting the service and a game. Early. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and good then, use of uh, Little John. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for the, for the escape yeah. trailer. Yeah, so they had a new mode, no new mode called Escape, which is infiltrate, hide a bomb, and get out. Yeah. So, um, so it kind of has a search and destroy kind of feel to it, I guess. Yeah. But, um, and then they showed off a new Elite controller. Um, cosmetically, the controller itself doesn't look too different mm-hmm. in terms of how it functions. There's profiles on it similar to some of the other uh, custom controllers and stuff that we've seen now. So they showed that you could have three different preset profiles um supposedly much stronger bluetooth connectivity yeah um even though like a couple of people i was sitting next to were still asking like can you plug it in because mm-hmm. in terms of an elite controller and um but they were really focusing on the bluetooth they called it a series two they didn't say anything about a price new battery um, 40 hour battery yeah and uh, change it like it's interchangeable okay cool so i wonder if it comes with two batteries and you can pop one out and charge one while the other one's playing so that would be you know that would be good um, and I know a game you're really interested in. They showed off a trailer for Dying Light 2. Yeah, uh, which you find out the, the, the protagonist is infected. And it just it looked like Dying Light, the game, it was mostly CG. So I, the, all the stuff I'm interested in Dying Light is the actual gameplay, right. which what I've seen last year looked fantastic. So Didn't we have a release window at all? Because now we have like spring 2020. Um, I don't know. I don't okay. think so. Um, and then Forza Horizon 4. With um, a Lego uh, Speed Champions expansion coming out this week, June 13th. Which looked kind of cool. Yeah. It it looked kind of cool seeing uh, the Legos, and then it would show the regular cars, and I don't know. And then typical Microsoft fashion, I'm not saying it's positive or negative, they had a fully assembled Lego car on the stage. Yeah, they they needed a car. (laughs) Like a life-size car. car. (laughs) It looked pretty cool. Even looking at it from a far distance away, like like you could tell it was Lego, and it was like a lot of Legos. Yeah, (laughs) a a Lego McLaren or whatever. Yeah, Um, and then they showed a Gears Pop game, which I was left scratching my head for the first couple minutes of the trailer. And then it flipped to a mobile game. Yeah, yeah, they, they announced that last year, and it's actually available now in New Zealand. It's been available in New Zealand for like a week now because they always do that. They they release it in like New Zealand, Australia first. Uh, but that's the first time I saw gameplay. I really kind of I hate Funko Pops. I think Funko Pops are <laughs> ugly and they're the worst. You don't like the eyes? Like, like, no, the <laughs> eyes just look dead, and all the characters look the same. Like I, I hate Funko Pops because like oh here's Nathan Drake Funko Pop, and then here's the Booker DeWitt Funko Pop. It's like they look exactly the same, but one's got a scarf or something. Uh, I like the cutscene, like, look of it. Like, seeing the, the Funko Pops interact and stuff like that. And, like, oh, maybe this is, like, cuter or more worth than it actually is. Uh, but then they showed the mobile thing. Which wouldn't be the first time we saw a mobile that day, a mobile game that day, kind of take it out of the audience. But, yeah. I yeah, that, that definitely got the... Yeah, the claps in the crowd. It was pretty interesting. At least they didn't put someone on stage to have to like <laughs> stand there and take the the pity applause. Yeah, um, and then they showed off an expansion for State of Decay Two, uh, Heartland. It's out now. Um, that's an, another you know Xbox exclusive game. Uh, it looked cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then this is the one that I think took the crowd the most. Like that, I had, I didn't know exactly what was going on. I've heard of this game because it has like a lot of foundational structure to like destiny and things like that mm-hmm. um fantasy star online 2 is coming to xbox which 
in 2020 with it, crossplay. Yeah, 2020 with crossplay. Don't know if it's exclusive for Xbox yeah, so and PC yet. At the beginning of the presentation, Phil Spencer was like in the crowd talking, and he said, "Bringing a you know, bringing a beloved franchise back to Xbox exclusively." And then at the end of the presentation of the trailer, it said, first to console." Yeah, which <laughs> could mean three months, six months, or a year. Uh, but even if it is a year exclusive, I f- this is. It's like five years too late yeah. for Fantasy Star Online. Like, I mean, unless it, is there a chance that they're getting ready to do a third one? Maybe, but even then, it seems like they would be kind of bad. Unless they plan to do like an overhaul or a big expansion, I feel like this is just too late. Like, there was a time and a place for this to come out, but so many other games have just like, you know, hopped over it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It, it was a cool like. I guess fan moment, you know, like, because there's diehard. Yeah, like I was sitting with Danny from Game Protect Radio and he lost it. Like, he stood up and put his arms in the air and was jumping. Yeah. (laughs) So he lost it. Well, well, because, uh, like, if you want to play Fantasy Star Online, a lot of people would just have to, you know, do VPNs and then go on a server and then have a translator. Well, he was even telling me, like, they they released it on Vita in In Japan. In the East. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And then he tried to like make a Japanese PSN and use his Vita here and it wouldn't work yeah yeah you have to like run it through a VPN so there was like hacks on PC to get around that and then you would have to use fans translations to play it and I know people that have did that uh, and I don't know if those people after doing all that work <laughs> yeah you know are gonna come back to it like you know four or five years later yeah um, and then another one that kind of left everybody scratching their head I was sitting next to a couple guys that are actually pretty big PC gamers too um uh, Crossfire X is coming again. It said first to console. Yeah. Um, you said this is Smile Games. Smilegate. Smilegate. Yeah, okay. which I had a Google like they, they had. They, they portrayed them as this gigantic PC legend. Sixty-five million or six hundred and fifty yeah, million. And I had never heard of them either. Yeah. Nor did I, because like I even bumped a guy that I knew was a PC guy. And I'm like, do you know what this is? And he's like, no. Yeah. So. <laughs> no idea. Uh, but they're apparently Remedy is working on this game. Okay. So the the people from Alan Wake Control they they tweeted out that they're partnering to work on Crossfire with them. So I have no idea if that means they're making the whole game or if they're just doing like a single player campaign. Uh, I saw like a, a news posting earlier about it with a little bit more detail. Uh, yeah, never heard of Smile Game, and this was just a CG you know shooter trailer, so mm-hmm. I couldn't really grasp any gameplay or anything like that. Uh, but I get Remedy's working on it. Mm-hmm. Like so that that could be good, but yeah, I if you guys know who Smilegate is, good yeah. on you. Like, it I, gets I, to that point too that I'm like, um, their studio sometimes like I feel like the, I know that they're in this transition of where they're own, owning studios, but we keep hearing like, oh, we got this, and we have other things in the works, and yeah. and we're helping with this, and we're helping with this, and some of that starts to concern me a little bit, like in terms of if you're stretching them out too, you know, too much. Yeah, but we'll have to see how that goes. Um, and then they showed a Tales of Arise. Um, a ta- part of the Tales series. It's coming out in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, another Borderlands 3 trailer. Not a big deal there, but they did announce that the Borderlands 2 DLC is uh, currently free mm-hmm. and on Games Pass and on PS Plus. Okay. Handsome Collection is free right now. Yeah. Handsome Collection is free for the month of June, and then it came out, uh, they announced today, that or yesterday, that uh, 
Handsome Collection is going to be on Games Pass, and then the DLC is free right now. Okay. Yeah, so get this DLC, download it even if you're not going to play it right away. Download Borderlands Handsome Collection, download the DLC, download the 4K texture pack that they released and yeah, everything yeah, for it. If you, have that, if you have the TV and the, and the PS Pro to support it. And then this DLC is supposed to tie directly into Borderlands 3. Okay. So... That's that's pretty cool because that might help me, um, you know, if I'm trying to get through some of the stuff, getting ready for Borderlands Three, and then they showed um, from Software's new game, and this has got the Game of Thrones guy, right? Yeah, George R. R. Martin working with Miyazaki uh, on a game. It was just a CG trailer. It's kind of hard to tell exactly what it is. It looks cool from like the the trailer. Elden Ring. Yeah, it's Elden Ring. Yeah, which is using like the Lord of the Rings font, like, uh, and everything like that. It's a From Software game, so I'm out because I don't really feel I know, like that, get my that, ass kicked. That's my only concern about this. Is like I, I want to jump in it because George R. R. Martin, great world builder and all that stuff. We don't know the extent of the work he did on this. He could have just like flown out to Japan for a weekend and then been like, <laughs> "That's cool. That's cool. That sucks." Uh, but I'm wondering. Because they're adding George R. R. Martin's name to this, that opens up the people that would be interested in this game. So, is From Software willing to make their game not kick your ass? Yeah, like, are they willing to make it less challenging to be more accepting from a casual audience that George R. R. Martin's name brings? Plus, all the crap that they got about Sekiro, so accessibility yeah, and everything. Exactly. Like that, so. so it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that because it, it'd be super weird if they get a big name like George R. R. Martin and then souls the hell out of it to where it's unapproachable. Right. Um, and then they moved into a little bit of, of a hardware discussion. Um, their console streaming project, uh, Cloud Wherever You Go. They're yeah. essentially like giving you access to your being able to stream directly from your console. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a couple, you know, a couple more questions than answers. Maybe like, maybe this is why the discless Xbox exists. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, it's but, kind of like a remote play aspect to it, mm-hmm. sort of, but more yeah. of a streaming service. Which I wonder how that will affect um, the next generation of Xbox. If you'll be able to stream the next gen of Xbox onto your current Xbox, because <laughs> they said stream anywhere. Maybe that will happen, which would undercut their sales of uh, Xbox One X2s or whatever. Yeah. Um, And then they started talking about uh, Project Scarlet, which is their next-gen console. Um, And I don't really feel like they said anything that was, like, super wowing. They pretty much just countered almost every Sony's point. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They're using the exact same architecture. Faster load times. SSD. SSD, yeah. So it's just funny, though. It makes Sony's random, like, Mark Cerny inviting, like, The Verge or whatever it was to their office to be like, here, this is what we're using because everything that was said during this press conference was just kind of undercut because it's like, oh yeah, of course you have an SSD because Sony said they have an SSD. I mean, the only thing that I think that Microsoft may have said that I think might be something that could come into a, uh, into a possible problem later is that they actually said the words 120 frames on console. Yeah, they, they said that. So, which... like, I'm a little worried that if something, one of your, especially if one of their direct studio games doesn't hit, like, 120 frames on console, and, like, when, when Digital Foundry, like, runs this through yeah, the ringer, yeah. like, that's going to be bad for them. It, that, that was, like, the dumbest thing that they could have said is the 100, it could achieve up to 120 frames. Even if they said it could it could achieve it that already puts in the mindset of people that like why isn't this at 60 why isn't this at 120 
but yeah, they kind of like dug themselves into that one. Yeah, so I felt that that was a little, and then uh, that was a little not necessary maybe because that could cause some serious problems for them. Yeah. Um, not like just perception. Yeah. yeah. So, and then they showed a new uh, Halo trailer, and they said Halo. Did they call it Halo 6? Infinite. In- Infinite, okay. Yeah, and that is going to be the launch game for right. Project Scarlet. And still coming Xbox One. And still coming Xbox One. No gameplay, right? It was just all CG trailer? Correct, yeah. Yeah, so it, it looks... I don't understand the Halo franchise at all, yeah. so I'm not really sure what was going on there other than apparently like the guy was trapped on his ship for a long period of time, yeah. Master Chief floated towards him he pulled him in and then it was able to yeah. Master Chief was able to power his entire ship and then he was pissed that, it, that they lost or whatever yeah <laughs> and, and he, they went to go for a fight it was a CG trailer so it's kind of hard to tell like it doesn't really show off what the next gen of Xbox is going to do because it just looked like a nice trailer which that's what it was but yeah that was Microsoft press conference mm-hmm. I, what did you think it was fine I mean they showed a lot of games but like there was no gameplay yeah, there, there was like no, no gameplay. Game, no gameplay. Like I thought it was a good. Like show. The theme of yesterday was like no gameplay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh god. My, EA with their like crappy like. Yeah, I mean, setup. EA threw showed gameplay. Yeah, they exactly. Showed Jedi, yeah. They showed Jedi uh, Fallen Order and they showed new Apex gameplay. Yeah. Um, but we didn't really talk about very much of that because it wasn't really much to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was a good. I thought it was a good show. Uh, the Keanu thing is the best thing, but it was mostly because he was on stage. Yeah just doing weird Keanu things uh, but yeah it, it, I thought I thought it was a good show like I didn't think it was bad or terrible no. and it it was just a good showing for Game Pass yeah more than like anything that's, yeah it's a, it, there's a lot of Game Pass it, it was and even on the like on the stage like you saw like the screen the monitor and then in the lower left hand corner it would always say like Xbox Game Pass Xbox One Windows PC like they were mm-hmm. that was a very big focus and they were trying to be very clear on it and then the ones that didn't weren't part of that like the from software game and outer worlds and stuff like that that didn't have the stuff on the bottom. Yeah. So, um, uh, <laughs> they released that. Okay, we'll talk about that later. I can't try not to react to chat because people yeah. listening can't hear it or can't see it. Um, so we went to Bethesda. Uh, you and I actually got to attend that press conference together. It's in down in the Shrine Theater where Sony revealed like God of War and Days Gone and everything like that. So it's kind of yeah. cool to go back there. Um, and they started the show off with like a lot of like you know um, I can't remember like be be together yeah yeah, yeah. they're be together so be together was stuff. the theme and they talked a lot about their player base and they were showing off a lot of the players and like regular people they obviously brought into the studio to talk about what like what their games mean to them and then Bethesda games had sixty million players play them last year yeah that's a lot that that is a lot. <laughs> Fifty nine point eight. We're not playing Fallout seventy six. No, sadly they were playing. <laughs> yeah. Are they playing now? Yeah. Probably not. So they talked a lot about right at the beginning. They talked a lot about um, Elder Scrolls Mobile and released an update for Elder Scrolls Blades. It's come and then also they said it's coming to Switch. Yeah, and um, it's cross play, play or cross save. Save because it's yeah. free to play. Yeah. So, so you can um, progress transfers between the games. Bethesda filled their uh, audience with some passionate people. They always do. So they have. Uh, a bunch of their staff from their various studios in there, which is why when they would say an individual's name, people would go crazy. Yeah. And then they just had the hardcore Elder Scrolls fans in the audience. Uh, I swear it was probably the same woman that was infamously there like a couple years ago screaming for all the Elder Scrolls stuff. There was basically like three assholes 
in the theater competing against each other for attention. We had like one on the front, uh, front left of us, one in our row in front of us, and then behind us. And they were all just like competing with who can be the loudest dumbass for everything. Uh, but yeah, Todd Howard, he came out and basically just said like, yeah, we're working on Starfield and Elder Scrolls. And then it sounds just, like, like Todd Howard was Todd Howard. Yeah, <laughs> and then he just like walked off. He was like, okay. He did eat a little shit for, for uh, Fallout 76. Uh, and then before he ate enough sh- uh, too much shit, he passed it off to the Fallout yeah. 76 guys so they can eat shit. And behind us, one of the loud assholes was trying to start a fix the game chant. Um, Which sounds like what we're going to talk about they might be trying to do. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's great, but it's also sad at the same time. So they announced Fallout 76 Wasteland update. So um, NPC characters are returning. Mm -hmm. Uh, Somebody on Twitter, I was noticing either last night or this morning, asked, like, so you're playing in your world and I'm playing in your world, right? Because we're kind of in the same world and I'm not as far along as you are. Like, is that NPC going to be there for me? Well, yeah. That, or is I, it gonna enter? Is it gonna do like some other games do, where you, when you enter a certain area of this world, like you're kind of in your own entity? That that's one thing that they're gonna have to explain, because that's one of the reasons why they didn't do human NPCs and they did computer terminals, is to avoid situations like that, so you won't get spoiled. Yeah, if, overhearing a conversation and things like that. Yeah, so. uh, which I guess will. Or they could just, you know, have the person... Because NP, human NPCs in Fallout aren't really that dynamic. They, they like talk to you, have dialogue trees. They could just mute the audio. Yeah, I mean, the, the only thing similar, like in Destiny, when I walk up to an NPC, whether it's in a social space or in the open world, and I like click, I when I click and hold, you know, square or whatever, and I access them, there's a brief second of like a black screen. Yeah. So like that could be something to where like you see me standing next to an NPC, but you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. So, um, so then, so NPCs returned uh, quest lines and then full dialogue trees. Yes, which is huge. Which is. It's sad that, like, I'm excited that the shit that should have been in the game originally is in the game, uh, and the crowd went crazy for this. Yeah, when they showed, the, they, they simply, like, on the screen, I know, I'm pretty sure you guys all saw this at home, but they just showed a character walking up to somebody on a step, uh, on a porch, and talking to them, and little boxes of dialogue showed up on the screen where you could pick what it was, and they just went nuts. Yeah, and, and I I'm think like, you went to me, like, who's that? And I'm just like, no, they're... <laughs> The dialogue's back, (laughs) which is so sad that like we we have to be excited for for because from a a normal player perspective, like you said, I'm like this has got to be a cool character. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's not. not. Yeah, it's it's just a human NPC. Um. So and then they said the year two for Fallout seventy six is about people coming back to the world, like in Mm -hmm. the game, like the like, so like the vaults have been open and you settled the land to make it more livable so people are coming Um, back kudos to bethesda this is a 100 percent free update yeah uh, free update yeah um and it's coming out in fall 2019 and then right now this week there's a free trial for it um Mm -hmm. uh, for fallout 76 which might not be the best look uh, (laughs) right now to be like hey guys we'll swear to swear this game will be good in the fall june 10th to the 17th is, is the free and then they teased and then in this update time, there's a the trial for the new game mode uh, called Nuclear Winter. Yeah. Which is a 52-player battle royale. Which actually looked kind of cool, uh, but Fallout in general's gunplay gun is fucking garbage. So the idea... Well, that didn't really look like it mattered because you could just like drop nukes on people in fully yeah. armored outfits and stuff like that. Yeah. This is a concern you had about like Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. When Call of Duty first was talking about um, battle royale yeah. of like each weapon and armor and, and all those yeah. things and like we, we saw somebody like in 
like a Fallout, like mechs. Yeah, full mech. Which who knows if mechs are just random drops in the map, you know, like care packages or something like that. But it looks cool. I think they just got me because you know the music. I think it was like Burning Rain of Fire and there was actual fire rain. Um, if your music is good and your gameplay is terrible, you get moved up a couple notches. Yeah, I'm exactly. Like, oh my. Yeah, you just you, <laughs> my mind sometimes can be simple enough that you can trick me, and then I get the actual control, and and I'm just like, ah, oh, shit, you tricked me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but but you can try the battle rail mode this week. Um, it'll be also a free edition coming with Wasteland. Yeah, and, and Ron Funches. Wastelanders. Yeah, so. I think it was Ron Funches had the best. Yeah, the fifty one. Yeah, he's like, oh cool, the fifty two people left playing can battle to the death to see who's the last person playing. Like it's, it's um, crazy. So then. I don't keep up with this too much, and I've actually really never even heard of this. Uh, the Tango Gameworks Studio. Yeah, um, they've been working with them for years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they announced Ghostwire Tokyo. Which looked pretty interesting. No gameplay again. Right. The presenter was amazing. I yeah, can't remember yeah. her name. But yeah. She, she was amazing. She's all over Twitter this, today and yesterday, too. Yeah. yeah <laughs> she, she was adorable. She won the crowd over. Yeah. You know, people were, like, kind of passive-aggressive towards, like, Todd Howard and uh, the, the Fallout developers but then yeah. when she came out she yeah, she, she won awesome. over um it is an action adventure game um and you're fighting a supernatural evil is pretty much kind of what they were telling us yeah so um it looked uh, pretty interesting it looked like just people were just like just disappearing mm-hmm. naked yeah because <laughs> their clothing was just yeah, being yeah. They, they got thanos snapped uh, <laughs> but they disintegrated not their clothes yeah uh, and there's a dog by itself it looks like some kind of archer though right like yeah. the character is going to be like a like, like, a, in, like arrow in, in infinity War. <laughs> yeah that's true I didn't think about it yeah, or, yeah. an end game yeah looks cool uh, it, it'll probably it'll be looks spooky. like it's a while out though because yeah. they didn't even they didn't say 2020 they didn't yeah, say anything nothing, so nothing yeah um, and then they uh, spent a lot of time focusing on uh, Elder Scrolls Online um, the Elsewhere is available now um, and then it'll have a fourth quarter uh, quest line, um, Dragon's Hold, yeah. and then also a dungeon DLC, um, Scalebreakers, coming in August. So uh, neither one of us played yep. Elder Scrolls. I tried. So, yeah, I don't, couldn't get into it. it. The stuff that they were showing, like the the, the fight with the dragon. With None of the, that looks like that in the game. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, Before you get excited. Yeah. And then they announced a free-to-play mobile game called Commander Keen. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool, but it's a mobile game, so yeah. Um, and then the, what I got from Rage Two was uh, new stuff coming, like there's mm-hmm. a, and then more vehicles, some more, more you know, guns. more more guns, and then there is some kind of expansion coming soon yeah. as well. So, um, and then they brought the Wolfenstein team out, and the Wolfenstein team showed off a Wolfenstein VR called Cyber Pilot, and it's coming next month in July. Yep. Uh, they didn't confirm or not confirm any platforms. I know that sometimes it's been a little while for their stuff to come to Sony PSVR. Yeah, yeah, because so, it's you know, like Fallout and it never came out. Yeah, so. so they didn't say anything either way. Um, and then they announced uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood, which is a bigger gameplay experience than any of the Wolfenstein games. More weapons and more ways to... Um, kill Nazis, punch kill Nazis, Nazis, stab Nazis. My computer changed it to zombies. Oh, okay. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> no more Nazis to kill and co-op. Co-op. Um, and the co-op looked cr- like we didn't really see too much of the co-op in action from like the gameplay they were showing. Mm-hmm. But Wolfenstein was really fast and is pretty intense. It gave me a little bit more Rage 2 feel yeah, in terms of guns uh, and movement and stuff like that. Um, but it looked cool. 
look cool. Like it did. It looked fun. Uh, the thing that looked the most interesting to me is like a lot of times these games that have co-op, um, the the arenas that you're in and the levels that you're in are very compacted. Mm-hmm. And this one was specifically showing like um, like a lightning bolt in the middle or something like that. Yeah. And showing possible different paths. And I even kind of bumped you. I'm like, how far apart can you be? Yeah. Yeah. That that's so. gonna be the interesting thing to see. Like how far you can get away. It sounds like it's playable at the show floor, but uh, <laughs> since there's, since there's yeah, nuts. and since there's not many f- show floor demos anymore, it's usually yeah cra- crazy. And it's coming out at the end of July, so July 26th. Mm-hmm. So they've done it really, like Bethesda's always done a pretty good job of keeping their stuff pretty tight-lipped, and then yeah. like, it was announced and it's going to come out in a month, so this is great. Yeah, they have to, because yeah. it takes forever for Starfield and <laughs> And then I think the thing that maybe you and I were most intrigued about is they showed Deathloop. Yeah, Deathloop looked pretty damn cool. So it looks to me like there's two parallel timelines running, mm-hmm. and one person is trying to maintain their timeline, and the other person trying to break is it. trying to break the timeline. Yeah, and they're both trying to they have to go against each other. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you can play as either one. Yeah, or or, or both. Yeah, or if you're playing one, the other's the villain, but you maybe decide whose storyline you agree with this is of course we're all discussing right now because they didn't really show too much yeah it could be one of those scenes where you pick your character and then that character is the hero and you get the narrative from their perspective right and then you can play the game again for the other character hopefully uh but that game looked cool again music will trick me (laughs) uh but it looked pretty damn cool it's arcane leon studio Mm -hmm. so they they, they do quality work. It mm-hmm. looks like it has that dishonored flair. Right. Uh, so, hopefully. Yeah, and you and I were talking before. I was like, this might be time to see another dishonored, and now they're just kind of yeah, going away make, from it. Makes sense. Which like they, Yeah. Um, and then they got on stage and started getting a little technical stuff, and I didn't really understand this stuff. So, they announced their own streaming service, essentially, or cloud gaming service. Yeah. Right? It, um, Orion. Or it's a tool set to be used for other streaming services. They yeah. said it works with any streaming service, so they can get... Uh, like no latency which is like there's always a little latency there's always going to be a little <laughs> latency but their latency would be it just felt like this was a Bethesda like flexing too like hey we can do this too yeah yeah. and it's um, like why <laughs> and they showed someone playing Doom on a, a phone without much input lag or latency uh, which doesn't really translate well to seeing like off camera like oh yeah I think bu- hitting the buttons and it seems like stuff's happening on the screen uh, but again, the assholes that were just wooing everything, yeah. we're going nuts right now. And I always thought it would be interesting to bring somebody on stage and say, "Hey, download this while this trailer's playing." And now you play. Yeah. Like yeah. in terms of, but they and people still feel like that's staged. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then they put Doom Eternal on the screen. Yeah. Um, and it's Doom Eternal is coming out November twenty second. Um, it was the biggest takeaway I took from it. It was very, very fast. And it's always been like super fast. Like this is even more fast though than... Yeah, well, because there was... I, I don't remember if there were like... There was power-ups everywhere. The arcade-like looking thing. Yeah. Here's a different gun. Instead of finding a gun on the ground and you hold square to pick it up, like this was just like run through this and it's like shotgun they didn't yeah. say that you know yeah, but it was, was like, like showed like a one up yeah and then boost dash increase it was all yeah. that stuff and I just don't remember like I didn't I never finished Doom uh, 2015 or 2016 whatever you want to call it but I don't remember all that stuff but they did show like that trial mode where you're like literally like running through a level as fast as possible right. uh, which I think that's uh, pretty new uh, but it looked cool it looked super violent uh, super boring yeah, yeah. It looked like Doom, basically. 
So, and then they talked about a Doom um, multiplayer experience of um, battle mode. So, two players control demons. Yeah. And one player controls the, a fully decked out Slayer. Which sounds fun in theory, but if it is not balanced well, could probably be. And I think super it would have to be unfun. balanced on the side of the Slayer because it's a 2v1. You would think so, but also a fully souped up Slayer could possibly be too powerful for even two demons to right. control. So that the balance on that must be a nightmare to And then there's try multiple it sounds like there's multiple different demons that you can yeah, be able there's, to play as. Yeah, various different demons and that's part of the strategy, I guess. I guess if it's a best of round and you can switch your demon out after a round, that would be very helpful so you know how good the slayer is. Yeah. So and that was the end of that. Um, a couple other things that kind of came out during the day yesterday is we got the new release. We got the release date for Final Fantasy VII. Yep, which is March third, yep. I believe, twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty. Uh, people thought it was leaked uh, on YouTube, but it was actually what happened with Kingdom Hearts the previous night. They revealed the release date at their concert, uh, so that's why nobody put two and two together that the release date's on the poster, and then you're not announcing the release date until 48 hours. Yeah, later. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Well, because like Amazon put up a posting, you know, like the release date. People are like, "Oh my God, Amazon just leaked the big announcement." And it's like, no, at the same time, yeah. the concert was happening. Yeah, so somebody has blamed Amazon already. Somebody has blamed Sony already. Yeah, and now. <laughs> but it was at the concert. Yeah, because the previous night before they announced the Kingdom Hearts three DLC at the concert and you know they told people do not take camera footage of this trailer people did that and then Square's like oh fuck it and then they put the trailer on their YouTube channel and same thing here but they beat people to the punch they at least told their partners like release the video and they keep showing just the early part like they haven't said if it's episodic or not episodic they have to say that tomorrow and then they because they keep showing the early 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 parts Mm -hmm. like the parts of Final Fantasy 7 that I remember and never even got very far yeah Yeah, they they need to uh, clear all of that up because and Square has their own Twitch press conference tomorrow yeah they took uh, Sony no no tomorrow they took Sony's slot today's Monday Today's Monday? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. E3's tomorrow. Shit. Okay. Yeah. I know the morning recording thing is kind of yeah, messing yeah. with you, but the sun is out and yeah. it's daylight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they have uh, Sony's slot, so we'll, we'll see what they have. They have to answer that because yeah. like, there's nothing on like the Amazon page right. that indicates if it's episode one or is not. Is it $60? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. All right. Um, so that's it for Sunday. So I really want to know if you guys like the the live stream. If you're watching on the live stream, I know there's a handful of you guys watching. The chat's been going a little bit. Nothing really crazy in chat. Um, we cleared up a couple things that were in there. I agree that Battletoads looked uh, like a flash game. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, like I said, the replay for this will hopefully be uh, in the archives on Twitch. I'll talk to somebody on and on the home team about maybe putting it on YouTube for you guys. Um, and we'll get the podcast up on the feed sometime today as I edit it before we leave. But, um, again, just keep sending us stuff as you see things. Like, send us some stuff with a hashtag AskPSNation, and we'll look at it. Um, Lethal, I did see your question about Destiny. We'll talk about that, like, later on in the week when we have some more time. If anything else maybe comes out. There's a panel on Tuesday about uh, Destiny and Bungie and things like that. So, I'll see if anything comes out of there before I really give a full impressions of that. Because knowing my luck is I'll say, like, four things, and then they'll just debunk all four of them. Yeah. but other than that, we will be back tomorrow morning, hopefully, or late tonight, depending on how everything goes. We have Ubisoft today, Ubisoft, and we have uh, Square, yeah. and we have a couple of appointments today with Games and Polly, who used to be Plantronics, and um, 
Another game that I can't remember. Uh, Pacer, which I believe we could talk about right away. If not, sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we have a couple things. All right. Thank you guys so much. I hope everyone has a great day. We'll talk to you guys in a couple of hours. Yep. See you.